0: Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We're telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting, as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time.
1: While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics.
0: That is why, with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast.
1: We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics.
0: We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them.
1: Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support, whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, setting us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support.
0: We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your
1: added assistance. We are live with episode 27 of Montana Voices Podcast great to be here. Um, I'd
0: like to note that, you know, we are making progress first and foremost because this is our second time live within one month. I see here, uh, first off, that our
1: last live event was on August 1st. Yeah, in the same month. So that two per month. Uh, Things are looking up and uh, we have a whole slew of news here. We were actually planning to be live earlier this month, uh, but there's no uh, cell reception in Garnet. So we were sort of limited on that so you guys missed out
0: hard times indeed
1: i can't believe uh for a thriving mining town that there's not 4g there it's unfortunate uh you know i i feel like there's been pushes to
0: get that done before uh you know broadband into our remote mining towns
1: of the past absolutely well let me uh go through our business here while bryce posts some links to our twitter uh, facebook uh discord and i don't know you manage all that whichever ones we're on but uh we are montana voices podcast uh we of course have the website montanavoicespodcast.com we'll have the audio for all of our casts listed there as well as other items possibly uh, our email is Voices at gmail.com twitter is at montana underscore voices you're listening to this on facebook where we are montana voices podcast uh we have twitch as well which we, I suppose, could be live streaming too, but...
0: Yeah. Hard to say if we'll even stay on that platform, though. It sounds like it could be a dying media here, so... Uh, you know, uh, I apologize to even hype it
1: up. You know, I feel ashamed to lead you on. You hyped Twitch for quite some time, and you, it, you, you made us live stream while you were playing... What is it, Far Cry? or
0: Far Cry 5. Still, like, we'll, we'll live stream that. I just don't know which service it'll be on
1: just yet. Well, and uh, our YouTube where you will also see the same content, as well as our, our backdrop or our B-roll, is uh, Montana Voices podcast, uh, just three words. Well, let's uh, run through our old news here, uh, things we discussed in our last live cast. We discussed uh, trafficking, uh, which was a sting by the Cascade County Sheriff's Office, and I put that in quotations on our list here because it didn't fit my definition of trafficking. And
0: No, it, it definitely felt... Um Work, working more so than or i don't know that that's not a service so and they get all oh hey, hey.
1: yeah we but, uh, we talked about this for long after we were both uncomfortable with this topic on episode 26 extremely yeah so, uh,
0: the point where it was like you know why would we even bring it
1: up uh public lawns specifically public libraries and the homeless uh Bullock running in 2020 and abandoning the state and apparently leaving it open for Danes uh, to be in the Senate. Yep,
0: uh, staying off lawns and specifically how Bullock has done a good job at that.
1: Yep, and uh, we Missoula has banned crypto things uh, so that you cannot get a new uh, license, a business license in Missoula County to do any sort of crypto mining. Um, Great Falls uh, might be taking up the helm. We discussed that in 26. Uh, yep. Am not being dead, but apparently is dead. Now, we found, we just checked on 1310, K-E-I-N, and it's off the air still.
0: She's dead, Jim. Oh, I love to say that. I hope we don't get nailed. Watch, they're going to take us offline for that now over at Facebook. Uh, now, uh, it, it, you know, if you're on any sort of AM radio currently, 1450 is still where to be current,
1: you know, in Great Falls. And Great Reception, What's her, are they still doing sports? They've got sports, they've got some news, they've got... Uh, some music. I'm not sure what they're doing, so.
0: You know, it's just a matter of the hour. As uh, you know, all dependent on who they let on
1: to talk. Well, let's, uh, and we had a moment of silence for Mudman Burgers, which is no more in the Cowspell, Whitefish, uh, Flathead area up there. Apparently, uh, a non-profit burger joint uh, does not work well.
0: Not when you uh, intimidate people, apparently, is what the charges were. Something like that. It was pretty...
1: Well, it was a dumb thing. I mean, no, it was something. that was like you don't do that. Like, but that sounds like every restaurant ever. I mean,
0: indeed. But like to the point where like people file against you. Like, you gotta have a lot of people get angry.
1: Well, they didn't file. They just had a news story about it. Oh, so a single, well, news story, and then the business went immediately under of that did they not handle it well then i forget how that what they did about it apparently had no money because uh people that were working didn't get paid for the last two weeks and were on their own which is too bad because people working fast food uh you don't have money stored up for such events happening
0: ah it sucks to lose your job in any respect so
1: well let's uh horrible time Running to our new business, uh getting back to Northwestern Energy and uh this is something that we have talked about in the cast before and now uh, has gotten some more scrutiny, is that the uh reported by the Billings Gazette that Northwestern Energy was illegally um it's the uh the charges are Northwestern Energy and the Public Service Commission together were uh Yeah, together I know what?
0: <laughs> In cahoots, they're supposed to be at odds at all times usually, you know, at least when uh Maybe it was just Travis Kavula that they were at odds with. Who knows? Um, but, wow, I didn't know about that.
1: Well, yeah, they were. I mean, they, we discussed this in a previous cast, but they had a uh, a blog that they seemingly only took out the creds to to crap talk and <laughs> <on> Travis Kavula. <laughs> and it was, uh, you know, pretty uh, pretty rough and pretty wrestling-like. Uh, I mean, they're only a few steps away from articles. I mean, t- call Travis Kavula, tell him to stop beating his wife. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> It was pretty uh, scathing what they were writing in their blog, and then Travis Kabula had newspapers, but that's an old thing, because Travis Kabula what state he went to work for in another state, he's out of state now, I, so.
0: I don't hear anything from, uh,
1: I don't hear anything from him anymore, really. Well, he okay. doesn't live in the state. He's well advising, investing, something, I forget exactly, but I'll we'll have I'll to dig it. back deep in the archives to find that out. On to other things, Jeez, wow. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Northwestern Energy apparently was uh, stifling renewables, but uh, Montana law said that they had to invest in some renewables and put something into that infrastructure, but they were, were not doing that. And it turns out that they had metrics they were using to say that it was bad investments. And this is something that we've reported on and how the Public Service Commission was essentially turning a blind eye and letting Northwestern Energy do that, so. Which is totally unlike the agency, which is uh, should be should be handling that.
0: Wow, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out.
1: So um, maybe uh, touting our other folks, uh, AM radio. Uh, they had the chairman of the Public Service Commission on Voices of Montana. Uh, no relation to Montana Voices podcast at all. Just
0: some other guys who happen to be in the same area geographically, kinda.
1: And have AM radio stations, or are on AM radio stations. It's pretty neat. Cool for them. Yep, (laughs) but so I, uh... (laughs) You know,
0: we potentially could be on one too, but it's off air.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's off air. (laughs) And, uh, the guy I was talking to, as soon as I said, we want to be paid, this sort of destroyed our conversation so nothing went went past that and i wasn't talking about a whole lot of money i just wanted to establish a professional relationship where we have a check that comes in that we cash at a bank and uh they were they were not for that i don't know if they wanted to trade i don't know what am radio station have to trade lawn work or something um but but it didn't happen and apparently it's all for naught because uh they are off the air And hey, we have ventured beyond our thing on our R A M.
0: Back on back on the ship here.
1: So, uh, Bullock. Uh, in the last cast, we reported he wasn't in Montana, and he is still not in Montana. He is uh, giving speeches about tech disruption and workforce. Is training. he
0: not going to do anything else here? Like, because I know he got knocked out of uh, third round for uh, the Democratic debate,
1: but he's doubled down he says his presidency or bust for him so it sounds like it's bust i was gonna say it sounded like it was bust
0: really from the start kind of like i mean i don't know man we should really let the heavy hitters at that whereas
1: a lot of heavy hit are we still up to 20 of them i can't even keep track of all the democrats nowadays there's a
0: lot of hit there's a lot of hitters over there
1: well we'll uh We'll keep you updated on Bullock abandoning the state. It feels like he's in his last half of his senior year here. Who is...
0: Yeah, so, like, he is... Was he even up for re-election for governor?
1: Uh, He's termed out, I think. He's termed out. Uh,
0: Oh, okay, so he was done no matter what.
1: Yes, but the Senate was still open, and so far, there is nobody that we've heard of that's going to be a challenger for Danes, which is uh, odd years, so is that going to be two years from now, I believe. So... Well, you know, you could have at least given it a shot. I mean, Danes was pretty vulnerable. He just didn't have an appointment, um, a good opponent that was that was viable, I didn't think, so.
0: Well, it was Amanda Curtis. They didn't really have a...
1: Uh, was it Amanda Curtis? No, Williams was against Gianforte, as I recall. Williams, Gianforte, and I forget who ran against Danes last time. Was it Quist? It was Quist. All right, it was Quist, <laughs> who just had a concert in Great Falls, by the way, it was down that? at Giant Springs.
0: Right on. How was that?
1: I didn't go. Oh. So I just saw it post Suppose in the you did. but I,
0: I, I was not there either. I'm sure uh, I'm sure. It put on a, a, a rage fest there of, of, of a show.
1: It was, yeah, he was up there slamming the white claws, and he had a good power riffs going on, I'm sure. I've actually never heard Rob Quist play outside of a political ad.
0: Yeah, that's really all I've heard, and usually political ads have a bunch of sinister overtone music playing.
1: So I'm um, talking about uh, politics. Still, um, I mean, we I think spent too much time on this in the last podcast, uh, talking about uh, Rick Tryon and and the E City Beat, um, which you know didn't take a whole lot to to come up with. Uh, uh, owned by an architect, or at least the voice behind it is Phil Facienda or Facenda. I think I'm saying it. He's a Great Falls architect, uh, very conservative. But uh, they're in charge of E City Beat, and so we had done a marginal amount of digging to figure this out. Um, not much, but it turns out that uh, that he's in charge, and like there's a lot of articles that, are, that seem like they're you know sort of written by Rick Tryon about Rick Tryon's campaign. That uh, according to E City Beat are written by E City Beat staff, which uh, they have staff apparently. So,
0: well, I. <laughs> I think they just like the dude, and it's uh, nothing wrong with that. But
1: yeah, they—I uh, mean—publications often have an opinion about these sorts of things. We but
0: like, we think we think Rick's cool. They
1: should, but it—he's on—he Rick is on the staff. Or I—I I don't know if any—I say staff loosely. You can't see my quotes, but I don't know if they're actually paying anybody for work over there. Uh-huh. That I can't tell you. But he's on the staff, and it seems like that—that that shouldn't be the case. I mean. Even when uh, Donald Trump was running for president, uh, NBC took off The Apprentice because uh, you don't want to give, you know, free press to anyone. So now I'm wondering, is The Apprentice even back on the air? Can I tune in to Nick at Night or something and see The Apprentice nowadays?
0: Uh, you know, I don't know. I think if I had been pulled from syndication. It's something worth Googling to see if it's... Uh, Could probably get it on Hulu. Who, uh, NBC, it's NBC
1: show, right? Yeah, it was NBC.
0: So if it's NBC, then, trying to think if that's part of the Disney merger at any point, I'm pretty certain they're still their own entity. Has the mouse purchased them yet or not?
1: Well, isn't everything on the mouse's auction block at some point, I think?
0: Yeah, but it's a matter of when. Just a matter of when, like with the, I mean, I, I hate to bring up comic book stuff, but the Spider-Man thing, have you followed that at all?
1: Uh, no, I'm I'm out of that. Oh, well. Not quite that nerdy.
0: A lot of contractual disputes with Sony regarding the rights to Spider-Man. And, uh, I can just imagine at some point the lawyers at Disney were like, well, okay, whatever, we're just going to buy it in, like, a couple of years.
1: So, I'll back us up to, uh placenta again the the architect um who um looked way too deep into the e-city beats history to find out uh, that he apparently has a bone to pick with the design review board and uh as an architect it might be an actual legitimate bone to pick with them and legitimate complaints For those um uh, not the know great falls like a lot of cities including missoula where i'm at or from not at, at the moment right now i'm next to uh is this a buick This is the Garage Cast. I suppose I should explain the name. Ah no, she's Chevrolet. Oh, good. (laughs) None of that high-class stuff. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, but I dug a bit into that, and he has some uh, problems with the design review board, which is on hiatus and has been for the last uh, six months, and apparently for five more months since then they decided not to renew them, which uh, makes me question, and including, I guess, sort of a greeting with the ECDB to why we have a design review board uh, in Great Falls. I mean, Missoula has one, but I suppose you'd want to have business before you want to oversee them, you know, egg before the uh, <laughs> the hen or whatnot. So like, for example, um, uh, I was looking at some of their itinerary notes for one of their last meetings. Uh, the Dairy Queen in Great Falls Fox Farm wanted to do a facelift, and uh, the board spent pretty much an entire meeting discussing uh, placement of a bike rack, debated led versus neon lights and uh talked about obscuring the view of the trash can which it seems like government oversight we don't need here i mean can't dairy queen manage their own garbage cans and lights (laughs) (laughs)
0: you'd really think so you'd really think so
1: i mean it's a little bit different from missoula where uh the design review board doesn't appear to take the sort of or didn't take the authority that the great falls design review board had here um they talked about handicap access bike racks and, and things like that and made recommendations um but a bit different here but it's still suspended so apparently it's uh, free reign it's a libertarian building paradise here and you can use led or neon lights to your heart's content we have like laws against uh, like uh sign sizes don't we i'm pretty uh, sure you can- yeah those are on the books there's no design review board. Who? coots? Yeah, I'm done.
0: <laughs> I don't understand
1: this, but whatever. Seems like man. unnecessary government bureaucracy. You know, I,
0: I don't. Oh, man. It... No wonder we don't get new franchises that often here. This sounds like a lot of work, man. I
1: mean.
0: Woof. we move on? Yes. Well, I'm overwhelmed here. Players. Overwhelmed. While
1: with... well, saying in a. I'm agreeing with East City Beat and and Phil on the design review board, as well as a few other things. So moving on to um, we discussed it earlier in this cast. 1310 K E I N is off the air still, and I'm only listing here to talk about the owner Creed Evans, who uh, sounds like he owns the property that it's on. It was owned by Steve Dow, who did uh, Munson Radio um, back when beepers were a thing. Uh, I don't even know if that radio business is still working, but. Beepers, he was technology. Beepers. He was unavailable for comment, and I never asked him, so I assume unavailable and doesn't want to talk about this. But there was a legal case, uh, apparently. Uh, it's Steve, wor-
0: it's worth almost. Like, we should like just Google it and see if beepers are still. Can you still get a beeper? Can you use it? Like, can you imagine like getting being like? How do you even? What do you do to, with it? Like for the person, at the other like what? Do you, you as a child with an iPhone. How do you beeper to somebody,
1: like,
0: how are you going to explain it to your kid? Like, he's just going to be like, I do what?
1: I had to explain the concept of a beeper to uh, my son, because he saw an old park bench with a beeper on it, and (laughs) the concept was foreign to him. Why wouldn't they just call you? It's like, that's a good question.
0: You know, that's what everyone thought, too, when they came out, Uh, at least a large... Group of the population, and then you know, technology caught up with the demand
1: and for as, convenience. As I recall, wasn't there two classes of beeper users? I mean, there was doctors, and then drug dealers. There were the, so the, there, there the, was not much in between. I, as I
0: remember I there were like, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember there were uh, there was a commercial where these people had their beepers going off, and there's these two people that like walk by each other, and their beepers went off. And they both looked at each other and smiled, like, "Oh, you got one too, huh?" Yeah, my beeper went off.
1: Important, way back when.
0: And yeah, it was uh, a service that just isn't used as much anymore.
1: So, um, yeah, Steve, uh, Steve from Munson Radio, the beeper people, was the thing. But uh, as a property, wasn't uh, meeting his contractual obligations to the property owner and uh, was sued over that matter owner being Creed Evans and uh, I guess the station 1310 was seized so it also says on Munson Radio's marquee up on the top of the hill here in Great Falls so going back to discuss Creed Evans a little bit more because he turns out to be an interesting character I mean did you see uh, was Lord of War, Nick Cage, a Nick Cage classic Uh, I don't lord of war i think i missed that one. Oh, uh, well, essentially uh apparently he's been in and out of court quite a bit for his uh legal m- mishandings here um he has an atf conviction apparently he was an arms dealer specifically to you know saudi arabia and as tides turned, those armed dealers of course had to face some justice for their dealings as american political ties sort of turn uh-huh. <laughs> as it works uh-huh. it's hard to stay on the right side of that isn't it um Anyway, we wandered off into Nick Cage here. Oh, jeez. Let's wander back to something. We'll talk about the hat thing.
0: Yeah, I was just that, like. it's not like we're going anywhere good here. We're going to the hat thing. We got on the news, everyone. We beat Florida. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> and <they'll>, a child. would <laughs> so be Montana. And he was severely injured as a 13. A 13 years old. About uh not taking his hat off during the national anthem, uh, although somehow I believe if it was a "Make America Great Again" hat it there'd probably be less of a ruckus about this.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, arguably so, but uh, it I believe he said that he was his defense is that he was acting on the order of the presidents or something. I don't think the president meant throw a child to the ground like that. They had to airlift the kid out uh, because he was bleeding from the ears or something.
1: Yeah, there's a a few different uh, reports on this. One that the kid did nothing and it was seemingly unprovoked. And another one that says there was an altercation. Um, Either way, it doesn't matter. Somebody, an adult, physically abused a 13-year-old kid, a child, and uh, has been uh, released. Looks like uh, things are going to go well for him because he's uh, got a... Was he released on his own reconnaissance or... I
0: don't know. I'm wondering, like... I was made to believe that uh, this would like come back around soon enough for him, but then it doesn't feel like it is. Like
1: he, Yeah, the state requested, and this is a mineral county that this happened in. What city is that? You know your county's better than I do, Bryce. Uh, which county? Mineral? Mineral. That, uh, that is the county. Um, or <laughs> city. So uh, the state requested a $100,000 bond. The judge uh, let him go in his own reconnaissance. So um, I think that's about how the rest of this case is gonna go. Yeah, uh, wow. Ugh. So,
0: <laughs> you know, it sucks anytime you get on Reddit when you're not signed into any account, unsigned in, and then, you know, right there at the top of the page on r slash news is Montana. It's like, oh, hey, Mo- oh, oh. Jeez. Oh my.
1: Yeah, but, it, um, you know, I think he's going to get a slap on the wrist, if if anything. So we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but let's wander into some better news about uh, racist coffee being no more. And I first saw this on my favorite and most trustworthy news publication, the uh, Billings Beat.
0: Oh, she's back in the saddle again. She
1: is. She is. This is, is
0: my favorite, hands down, one of my favorite uh, websites. Montana-based content, Billings Beat.
1: So I actually had to go find a legitimate source after wait. It was a legitimate source. It's where I learned of my news and looked up other sources. So um, the coffee shop over in, uh, in Billings, which was the owner got in some trouble for some very racist tweets about Muslims, women, you know, the normal things. Um, 24-hour coffee shop. I love the idea, though. If only it could be um, less racist. That would be ideal. Yeah,
0: I didn't even know about it. But, man, like that, that idea would have soared. Like you imagine a Starbucks that is open at 3 a.m., how much business that would get.
1: It would get my business, that's for sure. So uh, yeah, twenty four hour coffee in downtown Billings, um, and the owner says he's closing due to you know some violence and um, violence. Yeah, violence. Where where apparently it's uh, not a wise idea to be open all night in downtown Billings. Yeah, I would have picked a different storefront probably. Uh, Which is uh, about what I expected, even though they've cleaned Billings up a lot, even. And years well, ago last was,
0: time i was there it was a pretty nice place pretty it, posh area
1: it is all mm-hmm. night um but they uh they cut the shrubs to handle the homeless as i recall we covered that in the previous cast
0: oh well, maybe it, uh, you think that's what other towns are looking at do maybe
1: cutting shrubs <laughs> maybe cleaning the place up so uh he's saying it's because of the violence and they have more than enough money and they've got great support and etc and it turns out there might be some truth to that because he unrelated to the closing um this was about a year before the closing the owner was stabbed by by a guy who he was kicking out of the place <laughs> so
0: mistrial too he got out of it
1: <laughs> yeah the guy says the guy that the owner said some uh, racist things and then it was provoked so <laughs> and then there was a mistrial so um I, I have not heard if they're retrying or if they're just letting this go
0: <laughs> well you know the judge probably was like well He's not thirteen, so
1: yeah, I uh, stabbed a homeless guy, or no, he was stabbed by a homeless guy. Oh, homeless native guy. Oh
0: my, so. stabbed by a homeless person. Okay, and
1: speaking of homeless, uh, I guess this is going to be our last thing on on this cast. We're going to discuss the uh, tenth city over in Missoula. It, it was in danger, but it looks like the danger has been uh, subsided. There was <laughs> the a,
0: floodwaters have resided, Everyone, we're safe for now.
1: And I found out the uh, the sewage treatment plant is right near there. Right. What? Yeah, I thought it was the... Uh, oh, my. Uh, we discussed this well. <laughs> Yeah, how the Walmart always smells at night. Walmart's
0: the source of the smell.
1: Yeah, I thought it was Walmart. And then you mentioned Tent City. I'm like, well, that makes sense. But <laughs> it turns out there's a sewage treatment plant there. It's got to go somewhere. And it goes right into Tent City. And they're...
0: So they're looking... Okay, so, like, bottom line, the topic here we're talking about, everyone, is that they're looking at cleaning up Tent City, Missoula.
1: Or at least one specific Facebook group, which apparently had a lot of support, was looking to do, and they first said they were going to clean out Tent City, but then they um, clarified, later, like, oh, we didn't mean that. We meant clean up. So, our bad. We're not going to push anybody out of their home.
0: <laughs> Would never do that.
1: Yeah, but it sounds like they're, uh, Yeah, posted by this business group, Kevin Davis, um, who, I guess, flew a drone over there to see all the homeless, which you're also not supposed to do. That's uh, creepy. Yeah. So this whole thing was a a little creepy because, you know, Tennessee sort of keeps to its own and I've never, they kind of out of the way, out of mind a bit.
0: Yeah, I can imagine just like, don't go through there and you won't get a lot of problems with I mean, tent city you like,
1: can't just go to tent city tent city has to be your destination there's no oh i was on the way so, to target and <laughs> ran sounds, into tent so, city
0: i mean it sounds like it's kind of off the beaten path right
1: yes i've never been there myself so it's like no. neither i've just been by it oh
0: like can, on the, can you see it from the, the
1: road or like you have to go back a ways to get to it you can there's some hints but you have to know to look there so little it just, little signs there, little yeah. no, markings you, on trees. If you go to a specific spot, so you can see some tents or other structures back there. But if you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. They're they're out of the way, and to get there, you have to um, one there's nowhere to park other than Walmart. So you have to walk across the bridge, like two miles from Walmart.
0: <laughs> there's no parking.
1: No. <laughs> I know it's terrible the service here. And you have to go uh, into this sort of jungle with a, a looks like a single trail going there. So. Yeah, there's no accidentally walking through Tent City. It's it's a destination. Wow.
0: Have you... Um,
1: I just saw... I hate
0: to bring it up. It's so cliche, Vice. I just watched a Vice thing about Slab City. Was that in L.A.? Uh, near L.A., I think. It's in that california area.
1: Uh and, yeah. Yeah, what?
0: there's, uh, like, no laws and uh they're showing all this amazing stuff to make it seem like a peaceful artistic paradise and then uh you know hard cut to them like yeah and then that over there some guy got stabbed last week and like oh my oh like it's there's a lot of maybe we should have some regulation and oversight around here you know
1: well maybe but there are a lot of homeless resources in in missoula so we have the Cavarello Center, which um, is sort of closed at the moment. I think they're at half capacity. The basement flooded with sewage, so they kicked all the homeless out, and that's sort of unfortunate because they had housing for some 80 people or so that they had no choice but to kick out because of their their plumbing situation. But got it partially fixed and the building partially habitable. But be interesting, uh, there definitely is a homeless problem in in missoula and a lot of them I, maybe i shouldn't say problem because they don't cause any ruckus for me at all so other than occasionally having to see a homeless person
0: yeah, i've never had troubles myself either
1: yeah but uh, other places in montana um i mean great falls here has the uh, rescue mission and billings has the entire downtown area and bozeman you're not allowed to be homeless in bozeman they will send you straight to missoula here's, here's your bus ticket sir <laughs>
0: I've, yeah, I've never actually. I mean, I'm sure they it, it, it does happen there, but I've never seen the like a, a large amount of transients in Bozeman, in the same way that I or, or Kalispell, for that matter.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Can't be homeless in Kalispell, or they're just out of the way. But granted, if I didn't know where Ten City was, I've. Maybe I just don't know where yeah, the callus is.
0: Like, is. I don't think we're going to be good uh, tellers of where that's at. These guys are probably pretty good at, like, keeping out of public eye if they want to as well, I'm certain. So, you know. Ugh.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, well,
0: what, what do we got going on here? Let's see what local events we have real quick. Because so I know we've got some coming up here that are worth mentioning.
1: Of course. Uh, always something happening in Great Falls. Great Falls
0: is there anything going on in uh, Missoula there for well, that matter? Aside
1: from Cake and Ben Folds coming to town, Ben Folds and Cake. Yeah, I, I'm still not sure if Ben Folds is going to play with Cake or if it's is Ben he? Folds and no. Cake. Did you say going
0: go, going the distance or like is he like getting up there on stage with them?
1: Oh, Ben Folds has been doing some interesting things. I mean, he was on Kesha's last. I don't think she's had an album since then.
0: Where are they playing at? Is it the Met at the
1: Kettle House? Yeah, Kettle House. Oh. Only place that can possibly handle Ben Folds and Cake, or with Cake. Well, Not sure.
0: Absolutely, they would. Cake would be an outdoor Kettle House kind of crowd there.
1: Oh yeah. So, I mean, they're they're getting pretty old. They've been doing this for twenty some years. That's a long career in the music business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It is. In fact, any time I've mentioned Cake to a lot of people, their first reaction is, "Wow, they're still around." and that's yeah cake is still around they're still going strong this is just under a month away but i'm gonna keep hyping this up as we have uh casts going leading up to it here we got the pub of doom 4 happening on september 28th at the back alley pub here in great falls it's uh downtown it's in the alley 112 central avenue So definitely go check it out there if you can. So.
1: Well, I've learned something new. We can actually cater to our audience here. I just had to click on comments. So, uh, hello to everyone who's uh, watching, listening, and etc. So, and thanks for my mom for liking and commenting. So wow, that uh, we're
0: still really new with the whole. We're we're definitely experienced to casting. There's no doubt about it. But the live streaming aspect is still new to us here. So this is cool. We to interact uh, with a couple people here.
1: Hello, Sonny. Well, thank you for everyone listening to episode 27, sort of an impromptu garage cast of Montana Voices podcast. And we'll let you run through the news here or, or our business one more time, and we'll uh, click the end button.
0: Absolutely. Well, as always, you can uh, check out our website. It's going to be montanavoicespodcast.com. Give us an email if there are concerns. If you want to be on the show, give us a chat. Whatever you want to do to reach us, uh, Voices at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at montana underscore voices. Our Facebook account is at Montana Voices Podcast. where you're listening to this live right now, of course. Uh, and, of course, YouTube. You can listen to all of our podcasts there as well as... Any sort of uh, Google streaming by searching for Montana Voices podcasts as well. So.